Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Dealmaker, Fort Mill, Rock Hill's number one show for mortgage and real estate. WRHI 100.1 FM, 1340 AM. And uh, we got uh, Joe Ricky here this morning, morning. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. So, uh, Joe, you and I do some uh, been doing business together for quite a while now. Yes, sir. And you know, you're a lot like uh, how how we set up to do business at at uh, Element Funding, where I do mortgages. And it's really all about the client. So um, that being said, you know, we don't want to just give uh, give the client a mortgage and get them in a home. We want to make sure they t- we take great care of them from an overall financial standpoint. You're a huge part of that. So uh, thanks for uh, being here with us. Thank Why you. don't you um, tell me a little bit about, your, about yourself? Well, Brandon, you know, I've been in the business for about 17 years. The company I work for is Liberty Mutual. We're a top 100 company, uh, Fortune 100, 75 on that list. We employ about 50,000 employees with 800 offices throughout the United States. Um, we're all about the relationships with our clients, educating them on the home buy and purchase, um, and and working with them through that. Excellent. So, so seventeen years. So, what kind of changes have you seen in the industry since uh, since you got involved? Well, lots of changes. Um, you know, the the biggest thing now is is cars just cost a lot more than they did seventeen years ago. You can get a little fender yeah. bender and and easily have thousands of dollars in damage which, yeah you, yeah you see these cars um you know i think they're all basically computers now yeah. um so yeah the, the price on cars have skyrocketed so you know you mentioned all the liberty mutual rankings and everything like so what how does that you know affect you and your business or or more importantly how does that affect the client and what they're kind of getting from you well it just gives the client peace of mind uh knowing that if they have an accident or a claim against their house they're going to have a company that's going to come to the plate and, and mm-hmm. take care of that payment for them that's why you buy insurance is in when you when you in your time in need you need a company that's going to step up and and uh make you whole again so that's that's what we do at liberty mutual excellent how how, how many claims would you say that you know you process like you know after the fact i know you write a, a lot of new policies is there ever any issues on the back end with any of that uh, there's there's sometimes the only issues I ever get on back end is typically paperwork, um, but you know we always work through that with the client, try to make sure we get the documents in a in a um, you know a timely manner. Yeah. Tell them how important it is to to sign certain documents, especially the application, consent to rate forms, and things like that. Uh, I've seen lots of claims uh, throughout the 17 years. That's for sure. Um, all sorts of them. Cool. Um, so you know when uh, when someone wants to buy a house, of course they they're going to get a mortgage uh, most likely, and their mortgage company is going to require them to have a homeowner's insurance or a hazard insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of explain why that is and and how that benefits the client. Well, the mortgage company is is I mean their their collateral is the home, so they don't want anything to happen to that collateral collateral and. The uh, the client needs to have a home insurance, typically what we call it an HO3 policy, and it's comprehensive. It's going to cover the dwelling. It's going to cover things like uh, theft of property. It's going to cover hail, wind damage, fire damage. Um, it's really important. That's homes are our biggest asset. It's important to make sure that's insured. God forbid something did happen. Yeah. I had a crazy, uh, a crazy thing happen. This is years ago now, but... Um, explain this to me, um, and maybe this has affected some of you listening at home too. So, uh, I actually had my truck; it was parked on the street right in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was broken into. This is years ago, um, and uh, a lot of things were stolen out of it. 
So I called my insurance company and and uh, thought I was qualifying filing an an auto claim quote, but they actually said it was on my home policy. Why did that happen to me? Well, the truck's parked in front of your house. If the truck was parked outside at a parking lot and that mm-hmm. happened, it would fall under your comprehensive um, portion of your auto policy. But being that it's parked in your home. It, it falls under the home insurance policy. Yeah, yeah, it kind of uh, threw me for a loop there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking one thing, and they, they said another, and took a little yeah. while to get it all worked out, but excellent. Um, so are there any differences between being a first-time home buyer getting homeowner's insurance or, uh, you know, a move-up buyer? Is there any difference there or kind of what to look out for? I mean, I think the first-time home buyer, you know, they definitely want to find an insurance company and an agent that they can have a relationship with because mm-hmm. there's going to be issues that they're going to have, and and they want to have somebody that's that's knowledgeable with that and um, and always available to talk to them. So I, I love, you know, it's the, probably the best thing that you probably like about your job is putting mm-hmm. into people into homes and realizing their dreams. And I love when. Uh, yeah. When somebody comes in for their first time, they're so excited, and it, it's great to work with them through that process. Yeah, you know, I do. I do a lot of uh, first-time home buyers, and um, you know, I always mention again. You know, our goal is to make sure that everybody's taken great care from a financial standpoint. So, so we partner together on, on a lot of uh, on a lot of deals to make sure that the client's getting the best. And, and uh, you know, Joe Ricky Lord Mutual always provides the best, and so. Um, get a lot of questions on what you know they're kind of confused you know you know why do i need homeowners insurance and and that type of thing so i always say what you need to do is just call joe mm-hmm. and uh, you know joe always takes care of you um again you're listening to uh, the deal maker here fort mill rock hills number one show for mortgage and real estate got joe ricky here with liberty mutual joe i see these commercials on um on tv with i think i think it's farm bureau another another insurance company but they they always uh it's really interesting because they always have a show or a commercial that uh, highlights kind of like the craziest claim that mm-hmm. you know they've seen have you have you had any um experience with any crazy claims like like some you see on tv i've had some crazy claims experiences nothing like you know you see all these these commercials every insurance company has a commercial like the uh, farmer's commercial where the moose hits the uh, swing set i've not i've not gotten into any of those claims yet but um probably you know the the craziest it's, it wouldn't even be a crazy claim just the worst claim i've ever seen was just a uh, brand new um first time home buyer with a fire uh you know and that happens uh, wow. not a lot but yeah it, it does happen and, and in a case like that you want to make sure that you get there as soon as possible and uh, relieve that that homeowner bring them some clothes some food and, yeah. and take sure make sure they get into a, a hotel get them to that and uh, get a restoration company out there uh with the fire department and everything like that now that through them yeah, awesome. So I, I'd imagine that's one benefit of actually having a local agent. You know, you, you're going back to some of those commercials, you know, a lot of them are just national companies, nothing local. You know, you're dialing a 1-800 number. What's the difference between something like that um, and then picking up the phone and having Joe Ricky's cell phone number for, you know, if and when, you know, God forbid you do have a fire burn down the house. What's the difference in that? It, it's huge. I mean, my clients, I mean, they have all my clients have my cell phone number. And if it's two o'clock on a Friday night, I want and they have a fire. I want to be one of their first phone calls. Yeah. You know, and, and work, work with them and walk them through that process. Get them back to uh, restored and especially with children and families, get them into a safe place. 
um, and work through them throughout that ordeal. It's, it's, it's a tragic situation sure. when you lose everything that you own. Yeah. And, and, you know, for those listening, you know, I, I can absolutely attest to that. Um, I was in a wreck not too long ago. My first call was to Joe Ricky. You know, I didn't have to wait on the line I got. He picked up uh, probably second or third ring, and uh, within, you know, 10 minutes he had handled everything. So it was a, a huge help to me. So, Joe, I, I appreciate you. you taking great care of me. Um, now, kind of getting back to the you know the basics of uh, of insurance. So, obviously, there's a lot of different insurance products, not just home insurance. Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of get back to that, you know, for home buyers. But what um, – Give us some other types of insurance that you you know kind of specialize in, you know, and and why you do it. Well, the auto insurances and the home insurance, you know, everyone has to have those. Yeah. Uh, if you own a car, if you own a house, those are required by law. Uh, home, if you have a mortgage, uh, disability insurance, life insurance, those are things that are um, very important in, in a comprehensive package to make sure that that family is taken care of, that individual is taken care of. But it's not a have to have. So there's a lot of teaching that goes into my clients. Well, well, let me just stop you right there. I believe it's a have to have. No one's requiring you to have it. Correct. Yeah, but I, you know, so not to cut you off, but you know, life insurance, you know, is something that uh, my wife and I have. You know, policies each. I mean, you know, God forbid anything ever happened to us. You know, but um, you know, we see things all the time, and you know. A good question to ask yourself is, you know, if something happened to your spouse or something like that, you know, would you, you know, how would you be able to keep going? You know, would you need time off work? I, I know I would, you know, God forbid that ever happened. But so for me, life insurance is a must. And, uh, it's a but peace of mind. I, I guess no one's, you know, beating down and making you get it. But, uh, so sorry to interrupt. Keep going, man. No, it's fine. And, and a lot of, um, a lot of my clients, that's the first question I ask after we take care of the home and auto because I want to make sure that they're fully protected mm-hmm. is tell me about your life insurance programs. Yeah. Some of them say, oh, I've got it at work. We're taken care of. You know, and, and the, the average person that is, is lucky enough to have an employer that provides life insurance is typically just one or two times their salary. Uh, yeah. Typically, it's not much. It's, no. You know, no. just. And it's a group policy. Um you know, which takes a little bit longer for payouts and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them, if you don't have an outside policy, take a look at it. It's it's very inexpensive. We can find mm-hmm. policies that will fit your budget. Um, you know, the other thing is, too, is when people say they have policies at work, you know, people move jobs. And you don't never necessarily know that your new employer will provide that coverage. And you can't take your life insurance with you from a group policy. So, um you know, and, and God forbid, if something ever happened to you, you ended up getting cancer, diabetes, you might not even be insurable anymore. Um, so the good, the, it's always good to, to get some term insurance in place. I typically recommend, depending on people's budgets, I usually recommend mm-hmm. at least five to seven years of replacing that person's income. Right. So if someone's making, you know, 50000 a year, you recommend at least 350000 in coverage. Yep. And it depends on their debts and mortgages. We do a full analysis yeah. with our clients to make sure that they're um, we're covering the important things that, that okay. they have. So the, the goal is they just want to they want that income to be replaced. They want that family to go on and keep living and to keep going. And, yeah. Uh, you don't want to have to worry about making that mortgage payment when your spouse passes away. Sure. Um, so, Joe, you know, to get a, uh, a comparison quote or kind of see, you know, what um, what may be beneficial for someone listening at home, what um, how, how do they get a hold of you? 704-770-8324 is my cell phone. My email is Joe. 
That is J-O-E dot Ricky, R-I-C-C-I, at LibertyMutual.com. I typically respond within 24 hours on via email, and I'm usually um, on my phone all the time. So. Excellent. So kind of getting back to the overall insurance landscape. So I hear a lot of talk about, you know, uh, you know, talking about different policies, um, hear a lot about it, like umbrella coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? An umbrella policy is a personal liability policy. It covers anything that you own personally. And, and, it, and liability is basically what can you be sued for? What are you liable for? Mm-hmm. So typical umbrella claims come from an auto accident. So let's just start re- really quick right there because that's where the bulk of the claims come from. So on auto insurance, you have liability limits on your policy that have a maximum amount to pay out. Typically, those are 300000 100000 Anything that happens legally above those limits, you could be sued for. So an umbrella is a great way to protect your income, your family's assets, your home. Uh, it's a very inexpensive way to provide that protection for your family. The, like I said before, these cars are they're so expensive these days, and God forbid there's any injuries in, a, in an auto accident, you can be looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars in damages and, yeah. and that you're liable for as the um, person that got into the accident, that caused the accident. Mm-hmm. So an individual can sue you for over the limits of your auto policy, and 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 most states can garnish up to twenty five percent of your wages of your reportable income. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, see, I didn't even know that. So let, let, let's if I hit somebody, you know, and I've got a standard coverage. What what would a standard coverage be for an auto policy? Typically, it's uh, one hundred and three hundred. I see that about eighty percent of my hundred thousand for for per person and three hundred thousand for the total accident. Gotcha. Okay, and so so someone could sue me for five hundred thousand if I was the, if I caused the accident, and so you're telling me that insurance is only going to pick up three hundred thousand. That's it. Yep. Wow. So, and I've they can garnish my wages for up to two hundred thousand if if they find you liable. Yep. And so an umbrella coverage is going to protect that. The umbrella coverage is going to protect it, and typically, the the rate on an umbrella depends on how many things you own some people own multiple homes multiple cars boats yeah the umbrella covers everything that you own in your personal name so if the title of the vehicle is in your personal name the home is in your personal name the boat is in your personal name the umbrella policy typically starts out at a million dollars and it's very affordable most umbrella policies you can find for under three hundred dollars a year okay so joe give me your number one more time because i'm going to need to call you after the show and uh, and add that umbrella coverage yeah. to my policy. At 704-770-8324. Joe Ricky. Awesome. Thanks, man. So so in in that same line, um obviously, you know, you get different discounts um for, you know, different insurance coverages. Do you, do you see that, you know, what uh, type of discounts you're getting for, you know, having an auto and and home or, you know, the umbrella or life insurance? What kind of the discounts that one could be looking at for all those things? Every company is different with their discounts. Most companies offer up to a 20% discount to bundle all the insurances. But that being said, you you still want to make sure that your rates are good and, and shop them, you know, every mm-hmm. three to five years. Uh, you know, having with Liberty Mutual, I have the ability to shop multiple A-rated companies. I just don't have to write through one company. So we, we partner with uh, lots of companies to, you know, get the best rates. Uh, some certain counties have different rates. Um, certain states obviously have different rates. And so so how, how does that work? So you work with Liberty Mutual, but you're saying you can write 
you know, other policies. Sure. What does that mean? It means that if if I'm in a situation and I know that let's say I'm moving a client over from XY company and they're paying a hundred dollars for their auto policy and they're just calling and saying, "Hey Joe, we need to lower our our, our expenses. You know, my husband's lost his job or something. Whatever the case may be, we need to lower our auto insurance." And so I'll go out without sacrificing their coverage. I will go out and shop the rate. See which company wants that policy at the best, and, and try to lower their you know ten, twenty, thirty, forty percent uh, of what they're currently paying. So what we'll shop, we have uh, multiple companies we use: Stillwater, Progressive, ASI, National General, um, and we'll shop the best rates for that client. Fantastic. What are so you know talking about maybe trying to get the best rate? Are, are there is there anything uh, someone can do? to maybe help lower their insurance costs, whether it be home or auto? or Well, most companies are coming out with a device that you can put into your vehicle that tracks your mileage. Big uh, Brother's coming in, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and, it, and it really is helping. If you're a really good driver, you don't have a, you have a clean accident record, you're going, you're commuting to work less than 10 miles, you know, there's no point in you paying um, – you know, inflated rates of insurance and being bulked in with somebody. So if an insurance company can actually say, well, this vehicle drives less than 7,000, we have accurate information on it, they don't speed a lot, you're going to get the premium rates that an insurance company is going to offer instead of being bulked in with everybody, every 27-year-old female. Or, or so, so so there's some incentive to, to having if you're a safe driver. But so what? Uh, so this tracker thing, uh, now I'm getting a little bit nervous. What all? What all does it track? It tracks uh, frequent stops. It tracks speed. It tracks um, mileage, and that that's pretty much pretty much it. Does it Does it track texting while driving? It can't do that. Okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> so, not. But uh, that that is one of the you were telling me about being in the business for seventeen years, and 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 before you could drive down the street and you might see somebody with a satellite phone talking but yeah. nowadays you're on the highway and you just walk look over to the left and right and people aren't even looking at the road anymore i mean they're no, just it is, is wild and then and that's overall that's what's infecting insurance companies is auto insurance rates are going up at uh you know unbelievable amounts and it's because the accidents are just outrageously yeah. expensive now and people are just getting into more accidents cool um yeah so you know I, i'm not recommending texting while driving i don't do it uh don't do it but uh it'd be Take interesting away. if that could be tracked <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> because no. you you know you see a lot of distracted drivers um and, and yeah i mean I, i've seen it uh you know over the over the past few years you know, you know auto insurance just kind of uh going up and, and there's a lot of different uh you know laws between north and south carolina correct um, what are some of those differences? Because I, you know, I recently moved to South Carolina, and as you know, you know, I had to switch all my 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 policies down to uh, to South Carolina, um, and definitely noticed some changes. What uh, what are some of the rules and regulations and different pricing for North and South Carolina? Well, the the rates are are always going to be lower in North Carolina. The the insurance rates versus South Carolina, they just typically are the the thing that North Carolina is, is that based on any South Carolina laws or regulations or additional coverages that it's, it's just based on the data from accidents in the in the in the states. There's more accidents, so it's all database. You got some actuaries, some hold up in Absolutely. some cubicle, running numbers, and say, hey. 
more stuff happens in South Carolina, we're going to charge clients higher. It, it, that's that's the way it is. But in North Carolina, what can happen is you have a point system that you don't have in South Carolina. So okay. North Carolina, the Department of Insurance, there's if you have an accident in North Carolina and it's over $3,000 of the insurance company paid out, you can be assessed three points on your insurance for three years from that accident date. And that's typically results in about a 35 to 40% increase in your insurance. Um, you can maximize the maximum points allowed in North Carolina are 12 points. Um, South Carolina doesn't have that system. So it doesn't mean to say like that an auto policy in North Carolina is ne- this definitely cheaper in South Carolina because if that person has speeding tickets, accidents, it could be significantly higher than in South Carolina. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, if someone you know owns a home now already, mm-hmm. you know where you talked about you know first time home buyers or people buying a house in the beginning. If someone owns a home now, what? Uh, how often do you you know suggest a a review of their coverages? You know, we talked about how you know your your basic auto coverages are hundred thousand, three hundred thousand for the the whole kabang. Uh, how often should someone be reviewing those coverages um, to see, make sure they're adequately covered for you know whatever life may throw at them? Good question. I I tell people they should be renewing, reviewing their policy every renewal. So when they get, they usually get a renewal about thirty days, a, a renewal offer from the insurance company thirty days before their expiration date. And with a home insurance, a lot of insurance companies will automatically increase your dwelling coverage. It's based on what they consider inflation. Um, so I always tell my clients to, you know, let's let's take a review. Make sure that we're insuring your property correct. We don't, don't want too much insurance on it, and we don't want too little insurance on it. We want to make sure you're getting the, the, the best rate for that property at the time. And things to take into consideration in that are cost of materials, cost of labor in that county. If there was a fire in the kitchen, how much is it going to cost to fix it given the labor rates and the material costs? Probably another huge benefit of having a, a local agent like, like like yourself. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's it's so important. To, uh, you, you, no one wants to waste money. And so, you know, having that review <clears throat> and – as you well know, you know I do an annual review for 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 my mortgage clients. Uh, so you know at least once a year we reaching out, doing a full financial picture. Um, and you've helped me out with a lot of those because a lot of the times, you know, m- my client may say, "Hey, you know, I need to check up on my insurance. You know, make sure I'm not paying too much, sure. um, or that I'm adequately adequately covered." So yeah, we have an annual review in place, and I know you you basically have the same annual review process in place to where you're reaching out to your clients. Um, and so again, if, if, if you're, um, need a, um, insurance quote comparison, want to check coverages, give Jill a call. Joe, tell us how they, how they get you. 704-770-8324. You can text or call that number, or you can reach me via email at joe.ricky. That's J O E dot R I C C I at Liberty mutual.com. And, uh, going back, going back to that. You know, you were talking about some ways where somebody maybe been in the house a long time um, and how to save some money. Yeah. You know, a lot of people I'll talk to, they don't realize, you know, you can change your home insurance deductible. Uh, and let me just kind of go into that. Your, yeah, your home talk insurance, about deductibles because that's, you know, kind of 
Uh, I think when someone gets an insurance policy, they just go with, you know, whatever, you know, XYZ company gives them. They're really not understanding the coverages, the deductibles. Um, so kind of go pretty deep on that and, and why everyone really needs to take a full detailed picture of what they're getting. Sure. Yep. The deductible is all about what you are going to be liable for in a, in a claim situation. Now, a lot of companies will just do the minimum deductible they'll do is $1,000. And and people people will say, well, that, that seems really high. Well, insurance is really for catastrophic things. Not mm-hmm. you, you want you don't want to have a four hundred dollar claim on your home insurance policy because sure. your home insurance company could increase your rates to where it doesn't even justify the four hundred. Or some companies can drop you if you have multiple claims in a certain period of time, and then that puts you um, in in a bind trying to find a company. I uh, I had AAA uh, for, uh, maybe you know for a few years uh, a few years ago, and I was riding this one car out. It was on his last legs, but, you know, I'm uh, a little bit, um, you know, fiscally conserved. Didn't want to, you know, shell out all the money for a new car, you know, like we talked about how they're so expensive. So I was really riding this thing into the ground. Uh, I had a few several hundred thousand miles on it, so so I had a AAA coverage, you know, for any roadside assistance, Mm -hmm. anything like that. And uh, I actually had to get towed back from Columbia. My transmission went out for the for the final time, and I, I had to get towed back from from Columbia, South Carolina. I was on my way to Georgia, and uh, about a, a month later, I got a, a notice in the mail that AAA had dropped me. Oh, for one claim. <laughs> for for one claim, uh. but but good news, you know, I've actually you know got the roadside assistance now through Liberty Mutual. It's part of my insurance policy. Um, so it's actually much better than AAA. Uh, AAA dropped me. You know, I dropped them. Uh, so, so I teamed up with Liberty Mutual now. So, but yeah. So you know, keep keep going. Sorry about that. Yep. So a lot of uh, you know, I look at the person's financials to to um, you know recommend a deductible. I don't want somebody that is just getting by, you know, with their job and paying bills to come out $1,000 if they can't afford it. And we have deductible programs that start at $250, which is really good for, yeah. um, you know, a lot of folks that are uh, on fixed incomes, especially the older population that's on a fixed income, they're retired. You know, I'll do a lot of these $250, $500 deductible policies. Um, and, then, and then again, it all goes back to how old is the home? A brand new home that's under warranty, you may not want a thousand dollar deductible or a five hundred dollar deductible. You may want a higher deductible because, you know, everything's pretty much covered through the warranty, and, and the odds of you having a fire are under three percent, most likely. And and so, and if you do have a fire, you're, you're getting the whole you're getting the, the whole, policy being paid out to you. It's nice, not exactly, and and so that's where your deductible can be changed. It can't be changed. Let me just correct and make sure you guys understand it can't be changed after the fact something happens right but you can change it on renewal of your policy you could lower it increase it um so i do recommend a higher deductible for first for uh, new brand new construction it will help in your premium uh lower the cost of, of insurance and just help your overall budget there um but the other things to look at are for example the biggest thing i see where people get upset at an insurance company when it comes to the deductible is on the roof um, yeah. An insurance company will depreciate your roof and your deductible is part is included in that calculation. So 
you see hail and we have storms, crazy storms in North Carolina and South Carolina, and you want to make sure you have a really strong insurance company when it comes to paying a roof claim. Um, you want to you want to make sure that they're not denying the claim. You want to make sure that they have good adjusters and that you are getting what you're paying for uh, when it comes to insurance. And so we do a lot of roof replacements. I see that a lot, um, and it, and it and it's important because we don't want that that roof leaking and causing more damage into the structure of the home. Um, you know, and that can cause things like mold and, and structural yeah. damage. So you want to make sure that you, you've got a good insurance company and a local agent to work through that process with. Um, the other thing I see people um, not really knowing and when it comes to a deductible is lightning strikes. So lightning striking your air condition unit, for example, is a claimable um, act, uh, claimable event on your home insurance policy, but it is subject to your deductible. So if you have a $6,000 um, heat and air system and you have a $2,500 deductible mm-hmm. and you call in that claim, you're, it's probably not gonna, you're not going to be very happy that you've got to pay out of pocket and we're only covering 3000 or $4,000. So again, I, I look at how old is, th- how old is everything? Because if you have a 10 year old unit, that struck by lightning, that insurance kind of company is going to give you a check based on a 10-year-old unit. They're going to depreciate that unit. Yeah, it's all it's about ready for a new one anyway. Exactly. So you might you it might not even be worth filing a claim. Um Right. And that's the other important thing that people don't realize too is if they call an 800 number and say, "Hey, I have this incident or I have this situation," that may get recorded in your insurance history as a zero-paid claim. And if you have no a, kidding, if you have a zero paid claim on your record, that can affect you from um, getting better rates with new yeah. companies. So I always tell people, call me first. Let me let me go over your coverages and take a look at everything. And then I don't want to file a claim if it doesn't need to be filed. I want to penalize the client. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking about enormous savings right there yeah. from from having a local agent. You know, like Joe, you giving you a call first as opposed to just you know the hotline and having. Uh, you know, not even knowing what your options are, having that recorded and then having that negatively affect you, even if you don't proceed with a with a a, a claim. Um, wow, man, you're you're giving me so much good information. I see that all the time when I'm when when I'm you know looking at customers to bring on over, and I see these zero reported claims from another insurance company, and it, and it does affect their new policy because all, all the companies have to take that into effect. And, and sometimes in certain instances, if you have two claims in three years, you might not even be able to get coverage. We might have to insure you yeah. through the state. So I get a lot of things in the mail. Um, you know, We talked about hailstorms and, and roof replacements. One thing I get in the mail is um, maybe after a hailstorm or whatever, I uh, get a mailer from a roofing company, hey, ham, hail has damaged your roof, um, you know, no money out of pocket for you, insurance pays everything. Is that a scam or, like, w- what am I looking at there? Because I'm always a little bit cautious to, to file any insurance claims for what, you know, you talked about, you know, it, it's basically math, you know, if you file a claim, um, most of the time your insurance is going to go up. I, I think you, uh, Lear's Mutual has, you know, uh, um you know, you can file a claim every every so often on your on your auto with mm-hmm. with no increase, which is amazing. Uh, but you know, because stuff does happen. Uh, but for things like that, 
is is that something I want to pursue just because I'm being told I'm getting free money? Like, wh- what's the story there? It, it's a it's marketing, just like it's just like after you get a traffic ticket, you get a hundred letters from an attorney. I get those too. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. It's it's a marketing. Uh, that's how they get their business. The what I tell people always is, you want a free consultation. Number one, do your research on the roofing company. Make sure they're reputable. Make sure they're um, accredited with the Biz- Better Business Bureau and A rate it. And get a sec. Always get a second opinion. But you want to make sure that they give you a free estimate. Get up on that roof and actually see if there's hail damage, and then give you an analysis. Most roofing companies that are seasoned have relationships and know the adjusters from the other insurance companies because they mm-hmm. do it every day. They know the adjusters at Liberty Mutual, State Farm, Allstate, all the all the companies. So they're not going to say, "Oh, well, this is on the borderline. We may be able to get this through." You want a roofer that's going to say, we feel very confident that this roof is going to be replaced, and this is probably what you're looking at given your home insurance out-of-pocket costs. Um, you know, you, you, a lot of companies will market neighborhoods that are 15, 20 years old, mm-hmm. um, especially after a storm because that's – you, and you see it all the time. You'll drive through a neighborhood, and you'll just see a roofing sign on somebody's lawn, and then you'll go down and see two more doors, and there's another roofing sign. And that's great marketing for the company, but – it also it also doesn't necessarily mean that you have hail damage. Yeah. Um, I mean, hail sporadic. It could land somewhere and not land it, you know, somewhere else. So you make sure somebody gets up there on the roof, verifies the the uh, potential hail loss, and um, always get at least two estimates before you insure you contact the insurance company. Make sure it's it's worth filing. Okay. So so when if I have a hail storm, you know, in my neighborhood, in my house, whatever. And I, I get one of those letters. Should I call that company right away, or should I call some different companies, or should I call you and, uh, and say, "Hey, if you have," I, I mean, I love all my clients to call me first if they have an issue. I, I have. Um, we don't recommend like we're not supposed to recommend any roofers. I tell people yeah. to do the to do the research on the company just because they have a flyer. Look at you know, and that's what's great about the internet these days is you know you can pretty much find a. Uh, by Google review, I mean you can tell if somebody's been been um, good, you know, doing good business, or if not doing good business. Their their reviews are are important. It's just like going out to a restaurant. You know, you look you look at the reviews of that restaurant before you go there. Yeah, uh, that that's what I recommend with the uh, the roofing companies. So I've got a funny story for you. This is absolutely true. And so you know, let me know how you, how you would handle this. How how Liberty Mutual would handle this. Uh, so not too many years ago, uh, a good buddy of mine, Jeff, is in, in Greenville, South Carolina. It was after a recent hailstorm. Uh, he was walking down the street, taking a walk with his dog and, and his uh, and his family. And his neighbor was on, on top of the roof, not making this up, on top of the roof. Uh, what looked to be like a big tube sock was banging the roof. And so, so my buddy Jeff uh, engaged in dialogue. Turns out that this guy had uh a few golf balls uh inside of a sock and he he was beating his roof with it <laughs> in hopes of i guess soon to be filing a claim with the hailstorm and getting so how would you look at that well i would say that's insurance <laughs> fraud number one but um i don't recommend anybody doing that uh, so that's a no uh, that's a no-go yeah, that's then. A, definitely a no-go um you know that's somebody that 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 really wanted a new roof so um i mean these these roofers and these insurance companies they know what hail is and and what it does to the to the roof and how it separates the shingles and and um 
I don't know if a golf a golf ball and a sock is going to make the same mark as a as actual God given hail. So, I wouldn't anticipate it, but yeah, you never know. I you guess know, no, but don't I don't recommend that. But if like I said, if you do suspect that you have hail damage, call your local agent. Call call your uh, call a couple of roofing companies and make sure that they're free estimates. That's the first the first yeah. important thing. You don't want somebody to get on your roof and then give you a bill for four hundred dollars when you didn't really hire. Them. That wouldn't be fun. Not at all, and not that we want to give anybody you know information on, on how to um, you know commit insurance fraud. But have you seen you know? You just told you the golf ball story, uh, you know, for supposed hail damage. Have you seen any other or dealt with any other types of insurance fraud that people should hey don't do this? You know, I've seen people that in auto policies, I've seen people that have liability only, which means they don't have full coverage for things like accidents, break-ins, and then. Um, I see this a lot with windshields. Uh, you know, people are driving down the road. They they have an older car with liability only, and then they get a rock hits their windshield, and then all of a sudden they call their insurance company to inspect or to add full coverage, and then yeah. a week later get get a, a brand new windshield, which is is illegal. It's fraud, but uh, yeah. I've I've seen that happen a lot. Well, I'm glad you actually brought that up. Um, you know, you know, I've got full coverage with you. Um, I actually had a rock hit my window just a couple of weeks ago. I've got a, and it started out just as a small little crack, and now that crack extends like through my whole windshield. Mm-hmm. What uh, what do I need to do? Do I need to just replace it out of my own pocket, um, or do I need to you know put a claim on it? What uh, what are my options there, Joe? This is this is the this is a question that comes up a lot, and I try to address this with my clients on the very beginning before we even do the insurance. I always ask them. Are you going to be upset if you have to pay out of pocket to replace your windshield for three hundred dollars or two fifty or whatever that costs? Because a lot of people just, you know, will just say, "Oh, I want five hundred dollar deductibles." They don't realize that that comprehensive five hundred dollar deductible actually, in some states, there's a separate windshield deductible, which is, you know, not the case in North Carolina mm-hmm. or South Carolina. Some some states do that, but it, it's all part of your comprehensive. So if you have a five hundred dollar deductible. And you break your windshield and it costs three hundred, you're gonna be out of pocket three hundred dollars. You're not gonna yeah. file that claim. So if you're if you're okay with getting a little bit of savings on your annual premium by having a five hundred dollar deductible and just dealing with the windshield out of pocket when it comes right. up, as long as we're okay and we know that on the front end and you are you're expecting that and I'm expecting that, then then that's fine. But if somebody if it's gonna put somebody behind on another bill to shell out $300 yeah. or $500, by all means, get a $0 deductible. Um, so that actually is a, exists, a $0 deductible. A $0 plan. comprehensive deductible is is very common. Um, you just don't want to have multiple claims. You don't want to have two windshield claims in a year or two windshield claims in two years. I mean, things do yeah. happen. Accidents happen. But you want to have somebody that says, hey um, – is this going to affect my rate? You know, before you file it, and that's again going back to the local the local agent and and making sure that that's that's the case. But we do offer a zero dollar deductible, and we do replace lots of windshields with no money out of pocket. Yeah, a lot of companies will just drive right to your house or business and put that uh, windshield on in forty five minutes and be on their way. Yeah, and if you're not getting this, you know, information from your current agent, you know, I would highly recommend you reaching out to Joe. Um, he takes amazing care of me, gives me all the information I need to make the best informed decision, the best financial decision for me. You know, I've got a little bit higher of a deductible. You know, I, you know, I don't want to, but you know, I can. Hey, if I ever crack a windshield, I can take care of that myself. 
keep my monthly payments a little bit smaller. Um, if you know if you're in a different boat, hey, we got a zero dollar deductible plan that Joe can put you on. So again, Joe, um, how can they get a hold of you? Seven zero four seven seven zero eight three two four, and again by email. That's Joe dot ricky j o e dot r i c c i at libertymutual dot com. Excellent. You're listening to the Dealmaker, Fort Mill Rock Hills number one show for mortgage and real estate. I want to just really quick just say one more thing about the windshield that a lot of clients don't realize, and a lot of windshield companies realize that you have a higher deductible. So if you call them and say, "Hey, I'm with Liberty Mutual," they'll give you a special discount as a cash as a cash client, knowing that you're not going to file it. They may give you a, a discount on that windshield. Um, so where you know. It, Generally, it might cost. It might save you twenty five percent on that windshield. Is that just because they know you're they're going to get paid right away at the time of service, or it's know? it's really because we're we're steering just, more, giving them more clients, giving all the glass companies more clients that yeah. way. So, um, you know, it it, will, it just so helps kinda, them. They realize that that's a bad situation for the customer. They want yeah. to make it a little bit better. So almost a volume discount because they're a Liberty Mutual client, even though it's not the claim isn't going through Liberty Mutual. Correct. Fantastic. All right, and Joe, getting back to kind of why the show exists, you know, for mortgage and real estate, and and making sure everybody's educated on on what uh, is happening in the, in those um, areas. When someone's buying a townhouse or a condo, what uh, what's the difference? Is there any difference there versus just buying a regular you know single family home on the insurance side? What do they need to look out for? There's a there's a lots of differences in in a single family home versus a town home and a condo uh, policy. Most of your town home condos are part of an HOA uh, homeowners association, and that homeowners association typically covers the exterior structure of that unit that you're in. So so I'm good. My HOA is going to cover all my insurance. I'm good. I'm and I don't need anything else. Not exactly. And okay. That's, that's the the uncommon uh, or the common mistake that people think okay. that my HOA is covering it. Well. The HOA is looking out for the HOA. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily looking out for the individual unit owner that's got water damage in their in their property. So, so they're looking out for the roof, maybe the exterior structures, maybe the the, the siding, the walls, Correct. but but nothing that's that's actually going to benefit me personally. Yeah, and the, and also the HOA may have a, a the the most master policies have a large deductible, like ten thousand dollars. So it may not benefit, you know. They're wanting to make sure that they're that they're 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 claiming on their policy, it's got to be a a big claim, um, or or something that's structurally um, hurting the property or mm-hmm. visually hurting the property. Um, I see a lot of mistakes on condos is in townhomes is is water damage. Yeah, you've got unit owners that are to your left and to your right, typically, and, and up top, and, and up top, and yeah. your policy has a, speci- a specific endorsement that you have to put in there. It's called backup of water and sewer. If you don't have that on your policy, your insurance company is most likely not going to pay water damage that's coming from your neighbor's property because they are out of town or the the unit's vacant and the pipes burst or the plumbing uh, flooded and it comes over to your, your rugs and your property. Um, and that puts people – that puts the individual homeowner in a situation, well – if my insurance company is not going to pay, then I need to go find out who owns this. And mm-hmm. then you're in a legal battle with their insurance company. It costs you money out of pocket. 
get water backup coverage on any homeowner or any or any townhome or condo policy. It's it's a very inexpensive endorsement. You typically can have twenty five thousand dollars worth of coverage, which will typically replace your flooring, um, you know, or sheetrock and, and anything like that. And it and it's less than fifty to a hundred dollars a year, depending on the, the unit. And, and and that's not a, a rare occurrence. I actually have a uh, a condo in Uptown um, in Charlotte. Um, and I've had this uh, for 11 years now, and I would say no less than four times there's been flooding, um, not in my unit, but in surrounding units mm-hmm. that, have, that have come down either to my unit or uh, my neighbor's unit, but it wasn't theirs either. So that's, that's not a rare occurrence that, that happens in a, in a condo complex or you know, townhouse development. Um, so if that happens, you know, you know, my, maybe my walls are ruined, maybe furniture gets, gets wet with, you know, <laughs> who knows what, sewage water, whatever. Um, if I don't have a separate insurance policy on, like, the, the interior coverage contents, Correct. You know, I, I'm just out all that money in furniture and redo walls, renovations. Yep. Typically, the HOA is not going to cover the inside of the of the of the home. That's up to the individual unit owner. Now, this is a great question to ask your realtor um, or or the HOA if you're buying without a realtor. Is is tell you know send me show me the master policy on this property. I want to take a look at it. I want to give it to my insurance guy or girl and make sure I'm adequately covered and my family's adequately adequately covered. So. Um, in a in a condo policy or a townhome policy, we will insure from the studs in. So typically, we insure the drywall, um, all the fixtures. Now, the hard- studs. You, you weren't talking about me. Not you. No, okay. Not you, to, you're not talking you. about the wood that holds it, a, the actual in, wood. inside the walls. Yeah. Okay. The actual I got wood. And uh, we typically like to insure that. You know, on the low end, about fifty five dollars a square foot. So, you know, if if you have a um, you know, you're the mathematician over there. If you have a 1,300 square foot home, uh, town home at $55 a square foot, you want that at least at the minimum on your on your dwelling coverage. the The yeah. difference in a condo policy versus your typical home insurance policy is you can do a stated amount of coverage on your things. So, what are things? I tell people. Basically, if you turn the home upside down, shake it, everything that falls out is what's considered things in, in a personal property policy. So we, we usually say you know $10,000 a room uh, for furniture, uh, but you may have nicer appliances, and we may need yeah. to increase there. And uh, you may have a custom bathroom, and we need to, we need to make sure we're, we're um, adequately giving you the, the proper coverage if if a fire happens we want you to have exactly what you have as quick as you as quick as possible you know and get you back in there so um but all those different coverages affect the the annual rate um so we don't want to have too much coverage and we don't want to have too less of coverage right again you know making sure we make we make good use of our money and joe's here to make sure we do that uh what's the difference between um replacement cost and and, and market price kind of this is this is a, a a very common theme that I see homeowners don't understand or are not really looking at it. the The insurance company is insuring the home to replace it, just like it is, um, you know, and that's based on uh, price. That's based on labor and material costs for heated square feet. Really, um, market price is what somebody's going to give you for that property from a sales point. A lot of times, that's going to include 
the type the where how how uh, nice is the neighborhood where the neighborhood's at how pr- proximity to the city and things like that it also mm-hmm. is going to include the land value which in certain industry certain areas is, is significant i mean yeah. if you have 10 acres or if you have a lake lot you know in your sales price may be 1.2 million dollars but you only have 2500 square foot home so we don't necessarily have to insure $1.2 million. You're yeah. basically paying for insurance that you're never going to use. It's not going to cost $1.2 million to replace that 2,000-square-foot home. Right. So under no circumstances am I really looking to insure the land because land is land. There's nothing to really damage it, really, you right? Just, you just always want liability, policy, a liability yeah. for land. In case so if someone comes hurt. on your property exactly. and gets hurt, you're covered. Yep. Excellent. Well, Joe, man, we have a, really appreciate you coming in. Fantastic information. Um, I've learned a lot. I know people, you know, listening have learned a lot. Uh, tell us again how to, the best way to reach out to you for, you know, whether we need uh, a new policy insurance, auto home life insurance, or we got existing. We but we want to make sure a, a local agent, you know, is going to take great care of us, give us the right information um, that's going to be best for us financially. How do they get a hold of you? Seven zero four seven seven zero eight three two four, and via email Joe dot Ricky. That's J O E dot R I C C I at LibertyMutual dot com. And I want to say one other thing about yeah, the home ahead. insurance policy. If you guys are, if if you have a home policy, it's really good to. Um, get an inventory of what you have and write it down and put it in a secure location. So you want to do an inventory on, you know, what type of furniture you have and and put an amount to that. This way, if there is a fire, you can hand the insurance company because they're going to want you to list everything you own, you know, and this way you can have it already, Uh, which, which goes into the question of, when do I insure jewelry or when do I insure, you know, I have some valuable art. I actually have that question. Yeah. Yep. Uh, when, when do I do that? A lot of companies have limits on jewelry. $2,500 is the maximum that they're going to pay out unless that item is scheduled. And you want to do that with anything, typically any single item that's valued over $5,000. Uh, you know, and some people do it over $2,500. And it's mm-hmm. it's very inexpensive to do. You can insure an engagement ring for less than $30 a year uh, for $5,000 with no deductible. Um, so you want to make sure that you're scheduling specific things on your policy and don't just let the insurance company decide how much money they're going to give you. You want to, you want to be up front and say, tell your agent, say, Hey, we've got some really nice collectibles. I'm really, you know, they're, they're priceless. Yeah. And I want to make sure that they're insured, not just in the, the bulk coverage. I want to make sure that they're going to be covered correctly. Yeah. You know, we just had Valentine's day. So if you bought any, any new jewelry, make sure you give Joe a call. He'll insure it at the right coverage. Um, I wish sure I, the bling. Uh, yeah, I wish I'd done that. Uh, I actually lost my wedding ring, which is uh, a very nice wedding ring. You know, a year after I got married, so that didn't go over well. Uh, still married though, 12, almost twelve years later. So, um, but uh, wish I had had that insured. But anyway, thanks again, Joe. Fantastic information. Um, really, just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, we appreciate you. 